for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. This week in Greater Boston, seriously, what's the fucking deal with the guinea pigs? Part 3. So there we were, Norbert and I. One-time arsonists on the brink of greater criminal endeavors. You've left something out, haven't you? I quickly became adept at picking locks, while Norbert studied the techniques for defeating electronic security systems. You left all of your father's belongings in the house to burn. Breaking and entering became our vocation. But his guinea pig cages and feeders and paraphernalia are still sitting in your old hideout. Petty theft. Our primary income. You never told Norbert, but you went back for it. For all that useless equipment. Why that? Of everything you could have kept as a memento, why choose such useless and tainted junk? The great difficulty in certain types of crime is not in the theft, but in the liquidation. It's easy to dispose of a gold watch or a functional stereo for quick cash... But Norbert and I had more refined tastes. We aspired to respectability, even if a more respectable sort of crime. Several of the homes we invaded contained works of art, valuable cultural artifacts. It was towards these items that our eyes were drawn. We have our father to thank for our early success, Over the years, he had been conned by all sorts of grifters and hucksters. Exactly the sort of people who knew where to find a good fence. A guy who knows a guy, as it were. Those sorts of people have specializations, you see. But there is always someone 
who knows how to turn a purloined Picasso into cash on hand. Thus, we funded our education and cared for our families. Our greatest score came in 1990. It was a simple plan. The most effective generally are. We acquired police uniforms, then simply walked up to our target, told the night watchman that we were responding to a silent alarm, and allowed the guards themselves to escort us past locked doors and motion detectors. Once inside, we drew our weapons, restrained the guards, and went about our evening's business. That one hall alone was sufficient to launch my media empire. The bits you sold, anyway. But you kept trophies from that job, didn't you? Pieces too fine to part with. Did your brother know? He didn't, did he? About that, or about the secret hideouts you'd claimed? Hidden networks of forgotten rooms and mysterious tube systems abandoned by your criminal forebears. You kept all that to yourself, didn't you? We were quite comfortable by the time we saw our father again. We found him one evening in downtown Boston, asleep in the doorway of a Kentucky fried chicken. Norbert slipped a dollar into his pocket. I chose otherwise. You kicked him in the shin. That night, Norbert and I made a pact. We were done with crime. We sealed our agreement over half a bottle of scotch. Forty-five minutes later, we found ourselves amidst the glass flower display at the Harvard Museum of Natural History. I can't recall which of us proposed it. You did. But there we were, on an impulse, with no plan. No escape route. No means to transport the fragile targets of our crime. We'd tripped an alarm, of course. Escape seemed unlikely. So we settled on evasion. I hid inside the skull of a triceratops. I don't know where Norbert chose to hide. It was a geode. He turned it over on top of himself, hoping to hide in the cavity. But it wasn't big enough, and he got pinned under it, his legs protruding like the witches beneath Dorothy's house. He was captured and arrested. I remained hidden until the museum reopened in the morning. They matched Norbert's fingerprints to a half-dozen of our earlier transgressions. Not even the good ones. We were more skilled by then, more inclined towards wearing gloves. But all the toasters and Televisions and shopping mall diamonds suddenly took their toll. On his way to prison, Norbert only asked one thing of me. Oliver, there's one thing you have to do for me. Of course, Norbert. You need but ask. Come on, Oliver. Don't do that thing with your voice. Not with me. Not now. I... I... I'm sorry. I, I just... I know, I get it, but I want to talk to my brother, not the would-be mastermind. What do you need, Norbert? You know I'll do it. Whatever it is. I fucked up. Just like Dad. I never wanted that for Philip. I didn't want him to see me this way. You, no, no, you're, you're nothing like Dad. You gave your son a home, a life. Dad never accomplished anything. He never gave us anything. Someone needs to be a father to him while I'm gone. And it has to be you. Of course, Norbert. But 
But you won't be gone long. Five years is a long time for a kid, Oliver. A long time to not have a father. It won't be as long as that. You're not a troublemaker. You'll keep your head down, stay clean, and you'll get parole. Nobody wants to keep you there forever. You'll see. You'll be back in no time. Maybe. I hope so. But all the same, watch out for him. Stick to the plan. Go straight. Give him a better life. Of course, Norbert. I'll give him the best life I know how. Norbert's five years turned into a life sentence rather abruptly. Not even a year into his time. Heart disease. He dropped dead mid-transaction while purchasing a packet of instant ramen from the prison commissary. I've carried that responsibility ever since. The care of my nephew. The ensuring of his future. I thought I could teach him success, achievement, like Norbert wanted. But now he's in hiding, in some squalid apartment, imperiled by the role he played in my own dubious scheming. I sometimes worry. I've not done so very well. You think? But it will all come out well in the end. Success is a series of ebbs and flows, advances and retreats. Check is not checkmate. I still have my queen on the board, Emily Bespin. She is still my piece to play. My strategy resides in the long game, as it always has. I can see through the chaos of circumstance to the intricate order I have orchestrated. Philip is in no true danger. Norbert would understand. I have safeguards in place. Contingencies. Norbert would trust my plan because he knew my plans always work. Always come together in the end. You'll see. Ada, Philip, and I... We'll all be taken care of, just as Norbert wanted. We hope you're enjoying Greater Boston as much as we enjoy making it. With the new year coming, we hope you will consider helping us to keep making Greater Boston by contributing to our Patreon, if you're able. These funds help us to pay our amazing actors and musicians, to upgrade our equipment, and to keep the show sustainable. Even as little as $1 a month is a tremendous help. And in exchange, you can get great rewards, like early access to every episode, Discord voice chats with the creators, and even a monthly tour of one of the stops in Redline. And if you can't donate, you can still help us out by telling a friend about Greater Boston. Greater Boston is written and produced by Alexander Danner and Jeff Andreessen, with recording and technical assistance from Mark Carmen. This episode featured Mike Linden as Oliver West, Braden Lamb as Leon Stamatis, and guest-starring Jamie Price as Norbert West. Drums by Jim Johansson. Want to hear more of Jamie's wonderful voice acting? You can find them in the wonderful sci-fi drama The Strange Case of Starship Iris, as well as in What's the Frequency? Go listen! Full episodes of Greater Boston return on January 29th with episode 32 to seek out new life and new civilizations. You don't want to miss it. Is that good enough for those? Yeah. And I'm not doing the minis, right? We don't do those. Uh, no, I guess we don't, do we? Should I do it just because <laughs> it's got such a great title? Yes. All right.
What do I say though? This week in Greater Boston, seriously, what the what's the fucking deal with the guinea pigs? <laughs> yeah. All right. This week in Greater Boston, seriously, what's the fucking deal with the guinea pigs? Part one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was not even expecting that. <laughs> well, yeah, I gotta do the part one. I know you do, but I. <laughs> Of course it does. There's three parts of what's the fucking deal with the guinea pigs. <laughs> now we have to talk. I mean, like, definitely we're keeping that now. Yeah. <laughs> I like that there's, like, a narrative there. Yes. Like, I'm getting more annoyed. Like, no, tell me already. <laughs> Will you just explain it, Oliver, for Christ's sakes? Why is this three parts? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This season on Civilized. Or not, it's improvised, so you don't know. Barty, please, no! It has to be done for the good of the children. Captain, is it Beatrix or Beatrice? I'm so confused. I'll tell you who it is. It's your mother! I have summited the mountain, and I declare this land for my own. Marty, get down from the roof! Every time. I can't believe we made it into space, Beatrice! Yeah, it's been a long time coming, Al. Wait, which version are you? Um, which version are you? (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying we've been on Earth the whole time? Yeah, man, it's like just a simulation. Actually, we've been dead the whole time. Actually, this is lost. Actually, I'm lost. We only have five seconds to defuse this bomb. When when you started saying that or at the end of saying that? Sound of explosion. (laughs) (laughs) So join us on Civilized Season 5 for this stuff that might happen, but probably a lot of it won't. Regardless, we're back with your favorite characters, doing zany things in space, and we couldn't be more pumped. We'll see you soon, listeners. Civilized Season 5 begins May 31st, 2023. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts or visit civilizedpod.com. That got weird. Because <laughs> usually they're pretty normal. <laughs> yeah.